The following episode was recorded over Zoom during the COVID lockdown. The technical audio quality may have room for improvement, but we did what we could and hope you can still enjoy our story and adventure. Hey there, Carmichael here. You're listening to Fables of Refuge, a series led by my good friend Jarrett Sullivan with our friends and creative peers, Jess Ayers, Allie Fitzgerald, Carter H. Michael, and Laura Daly. This is the first of many series planned, our firstborn child, if you will. If you like what we're doing or think you have the means to generously chip in and make our stuff better, please head over to patreon.com slash fablesd20. If you've never played D&D or watched or listened to any Dungeons & Dragons content before, I got you covered. Basically, it's an improvised adventure game where the players roleplay as their characters to tell an unscripted long-form story. They generally can do whatever they want, but the results of their actions are dictated by the Dungeon Master and the rolls of dice. The standard die used is a 20-sided dice called a D20, and basically the higher the roll, the better the outcome, one being total failure, 20 being total success. With that being said, let's begin. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Fables of Refuge. Woo, 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 woo. Woo. This is a live play Dungeons & Dragons show where we play in a world of my creation, I'm your Dapper Dungeon Master, Jarrett Sullivan, and these are your players. Hi, I'm Jess Ayers, and I play Tazu, the Blue Dragonborn Monk. Hi, I'm Laura Daly, and I play Chandri, the Half-Elf Fighter. Hi, I'm Carter Michael, and I play Ash, the Tiefling Ranger. Hi, I'm Ali Fitzgerald, and I play Marza, the Tiefling Sorcerer. Hi, I'm Carmichael, I play Julius, the Tree Ant Cleric. Fun fact, nice. three leaves on this side, two leaves on this side. There you go. Um, I like how we get like more like random physical <laughs> details of Julius every session. Just a little drop. Um, happy Vernal Equinox, everybody watching with us on Twitch today. It's the Vernal Equinox. Yay! I did have to take you know uh, a medicine for my seasonal allergies for the first time this year, so that's always a, such pleasure. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. So uh, when we last left off, we were in the city of Oak, and you had been dealing with this uh, cleric of Melora, and uh, she was going to meet you after her duty. So uh, I imagine uh, she will meet you at the nor the western gate that you came through. What would you like to do? Wait, I I'll um, I'll be like, I don't know, um, flipping coins or oh, I'm reading my chess book. That is what I'm doing while I wait. Okay. Hmm. Oh, what we're doing while we wait or what we're doing once what, she arrives? Whatever you want to do, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> once she arrives, once she arrives, oh, hey, uh, I'm sorry. I don't think we uh, got your name. Um, oh, um, uh, yes, of course. I'm uh, Tinder Dunfeather. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, sorry. We, we're, we're, we're weird. I'm Tazu. Hello. Chandri. Ash. Maza. Well, oh, thanks sorry. For... Oh, I'm Julius. <laughs> no, that's, that's perfectly fine. Uh, you know, those of us who work uh, within certain faiths tend to uh, pick, the, pick humility when it comes to it. So not introducing myself wasn't mean to be rude, but uh, oh. now we're all squared away. Uh, very good. Um, uh do you know uh, you're going to show me where this uh, Mr. Munch lives? 
Do we know where he lives? He Generally, the I cave, think right? I think if we just go west on along the path, we'll probably run into him. I think. I mean, yeah, there was you can, you can kind of assume that he was picnicking on his property. Yes. Great. So um, this way. We'll start heading that way. Are you taking your horses or are you walking? I'm so walking. Just, it, it, just walking. It wasn't that far. Right. Okay. Yeah. If it wasn't that far, then we'll leave the horses where we. No, are. no, it, it wasn't that. He lives on the. It's still in the city of Oak. It's just like in these uh, like outer places. Suburbs. Okay. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Burbs. Um. To the burbs. Oh yeah. Uh, you come out of the the gate. There's a um, normal kind of midday traffic. There's uh, uh, you see someone in like a navy uniform, like leading a, a group of uh recruits it seems coming in to join the navy uh it's not captain kindly but it's wearing a very similar uniform so you can kind of guess that that's what they're doing and uh there are um you know uh farmers that are leaving that have sold all their goods there are just travelers coming in it's a it's a big city so it's it's fairly busy and uh the guards at the gate seem rather relaxed like they're not too concerned about things going on and uh, as you exit, you know, you can kind of take in uh, the land a bit more. You can see uh, the watch in the distance where the, the druids, the watchers, you know, tower that's over there. And uh, the main road also leads you past uh, the Raven Queen's uh, House of Death is out there. There's a, a small, well, a decent sized cemetery uh, connected to that. Um, and then eventually you make your way to what you are guessing is, uh, Mr. Munch's land. And there is a, uh, a turnoff, uh, like a drive that a cart could go up. Juliet's eyeballed that cemetery when we were walking by. Seemed very well maintained. I guess we should go up the, the, driveway yeah i mean what do we just knock on the door oh he doesn't know you're coming oh no we were just going to help him because it seemed like it was a good idea because having a cursed guy running around is probably bad for everyone well um i mean i can't argue with that yeah like Uh, should we have like brought attention to it because then if we brought attention to it, it wouldn't he like try to hide it if he's like, no, they're coming to uncurse me. Duh. I mean that that could be very true. I always like to ask for forgiveness instead of permission. But that's just me. Should we bring like, I don't know, some food or something as like a, a gift to be like, hey, Here's uh, I, mean, I still have some bread and donuts left over from yesterday. Yeah, just to have at least a premise for coming in. Be like, hey, you know, we have some extra donuts. We thought you might want some. Can I, we I come inside? Some tea. Oh, I, I, I like the donuts idea. That's a good idea. I th- I think your tea is not always the most acquired taste for everyone. Like, you need to have a really good palate 
and he this... seems to really enjoy it. Well, I would actually argue that the tea is probably the most acquired taste that you could possibly have because it takes so much acquiring in order to enjoy it. Hmm. Huh. Ash understands. Mm, I, I agree. I actually agree with Marza, but um, yeah. Oh. It's, it's, uh, but, you know, whatever. Oh. Um, anyway, I like, I like the donuts idea. Donuts it is. Yeah, Tazuel sort of she has like the rolled up bag in her in her pouch and she kind of just tries to uncrinkle it and sort of fluff up the donuts inside. Yeah, they're they're still, probably kind of squished. Yeah, they're a little squished, but it's fine. I mean, that was this morning, so. Yeah, uh, same day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. It was today. Yeah. Ash, right. it's this Ash, morning. Yeah. Ash ate all of his donuts already. I mean, they're real good. Um, I mean, Tazu did take a bite out of each one because she wanted to try all of them. Ash yeah, is like use. making <laughs> notes for like what he's going to cook in his pot later, and donuts has ma- now made the now made the list. Yeah. But you make your way up uh, away from the road, and you can see uh, Mr. Munch's estate. Uh, it's a fairly large house, uh, multiple stories. It's got a lot of. Uh, like rod iron work uh, along it, uh, around its like upper and lower verandas that it has. Uh, it's an older house. It could be better kept. Uh, the paint's chipping a little. Uh, the roof is a little dirty. Um, it's still standing. It's not like it's falling apart, but it's, it looks a little unkempt. Uh, and uh, yeah, and there's a very large. Uh, front door uh, that's that's visible from the street as like curb appeal. Uh, I go up to it and knock on it. Okay. So I follow. Like, boom, boom, boom. Uh, you like after a minute, uh, you hear like, and the door opens up and there's a. Uh, a gnome in like uh, a kind of threadbare suit. Um, and he's like, uh, "Yes, uh, how can um, how can I help you?" We're here um, to uh, drop off a gift for uh, Mr. Munch, and we we'd like to thank him for his uh, hospitality and generosity that he showed us. Uh, the other day when we were traveling into the city. Uh, make a persuasion check. Oh, great. Okay. Can Tazu help him by holding up the bag of donuts? Um, I, I wasn't because you know, you are being very polite and it's not really a lie. He did say come back anytime. So uh, you can roll it with advantage. Thank you. Um, hey, did I ever like get like some sort of measurable bonus to my charisma or are you just keeping track of it on your own um it went up by one right didn't it didn't it go up by one i I forget because like it was some sort of like curse or something for for like the santa thing Mm -hmm. yeah you said you feel more charismatic but i don't think you ever at least not. Oh in yeah, yeah. Your charisma went up a... by one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. There was there was a lot of 
good, really good opportunities in those roles. There was also like calamitous opportunities in those roles. You just happened to get a really good one. <laughs> Great. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll keep track of that later, but um, yeah. I just wanted to ask, okay, so one is a 17, the other one is an 11. So we'll go with the 17. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, the note was like, oh, uh, right, right. Yeah. And he's kind of looking at you all and uh, he's like, right, you were travelers uh, that, that joined the picnic. Uh, um, well, um, uh, Lord Haldane is uh, at his table. Um, uh, you are uh, welcome to come in. Uh, yeah, uh, follow me, please. So, Thank you. Uh, you enter into uh, it's a an entryway. There's a, a grand staircase that leads up and has an overlook, uh, and there are parlors to either side. Uh, make a persuasion or make um make perception checks for me. Ooh, eleven. <laughs> Natural one for me. <laughs> Twelve. Five. <laughs> yeah, just that. Okay. Great first rolls, everyone. Twenty. Get them out of the way. Nice. Um. Ash, what was yours? It was an 11. Yeah. Um, Chandra, you're just kind of kind of overwhelmed. There's a, a level of grandeur and uh, like it's everything is built with purpose and by like artisan hands. Uh, though it isn't as clean as it could be. It doesn't look like it's like everything's a little bit more drab than you would expect, but you're so kind of overwhelmed by the kind of uh, seeming grandeur of this house that you just don't notice anything else uh uh it's a nice house um uh you've been it doesn't it's in an older style and uh you're you're going to you assume that the uh the dining room will be forward uh and then julius you haven't ever been in a place like this uh but there are uh, rooms to either side as you enter in uh, one uh, is like a library looking type of thing. There's lots of books in there. There's some strange little tables. Uh, on the left, you see what might be musical instruments and some other like couches and stuff. Uh, um, but yeah, this halfling leads you all past the stairs and then uh, in, opens up large double doors. You enter into a very large space. It's like 60 feet across and like 100 feet deep. And it's just a grand room. It probably goes up uh, into the second floor. There's uh, walkways above you that look down. Uh, and in the center of it is a, is a very large table. It's covered in food. Uh, at the end of it is uh, Mr. Munch, who is just uh, shoving food in his face. Um, and he's got two like halfling servants that are standing by. Uh, there's like a barrel of ale back here that they're constantly filling his cups with. Um, and he's always like demanding. He's like more, more, more. Oh, oh, oh. And uh, the uh, butler like steps up. He's like, oh, uh, sir, uh, you you have visitors, sir. Um, they, they said you met them along the road yesterday. And he's just like, oh. And he raises, he's like, ah, 
Come in! Logan is just like pouring over him. More! And he's like, come, come! Uh, uh, join my hall, indeed, indeed. Help yourself to whatever you brought with yourself. Tazzy's going to turn to Tender uh, Dunfeather mm-hmm. um, and sort of whisper, do you see what we mean? It's kind of weird and, like, gross, but, like, not normal, right? Um, it definitely seems um, like a lot. Well, and he also gets offended if you try and take anything from him. You can give mm. him food, but he does not share. Mm. Which, uh, so, uh, yeah. what, what, what is, what should we, how do you want to go about this? He's, he, and you notice that Mr. Munch is excited to have you there, but he is very focused on just like this food covered uh, long table. I think if you just try to talk to him about the amulet, he might let you near him. I think I we could. I don't think so. Remember, I would say... we tried to ask him about it and he got all weird. Yeah, I would say don't acknowledge the amulet at all. Um, I mean, is there something you can cast? Do you have to get close to him, like, to to know if he's cursed, or? She's, like, trying to take him in. You see her, like, eyes flutter, and it's kind of like what Julius does, where his eyes change color, and she, like... They take a like brighter sheen as she's like, you know, like a bird (laughs) (laughs) taking in. And then they, uh, there's definitely something with that amulet, but I will need uh, to make contact with it. Uh, Do you think, hmm. do you think if someone were to touch it, it would curse them or you do, or you just mean you need to get closer? Um, I, I think whoever's in possession of it, it will be cursed by it. Um, I could make you to... invisible. All right. Um, I mean, we are that... standing right in front of him. That might be weird. Depends on how focused he is on his food. I mean, some of us could distract him. You could, I don't know, That's show yourself way. out, turn invisible, and come back in. That's a good idea. So what if, what if... I show him my magical pot and he could be really like fascinated by that. Like something that makes an endless supply of food. I think he would be. I think that's a really good idea, Ash. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So what if he wants to keep it for himself? Yeah, that's the thing. He will have to keep too bad. Yeah. So, if I have your approval, I will I will go through this plan. But yeah, I know let's something. do it. Okay. I'll, I'll go with you. Team team distraction. Team distraction. I'll uh, help. Marza and 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 the tender will step out. Uh make uh because you're trying to be a little surreptitious about this, uh let's let's do a stealth check uh on you, Marza. Uh, see how you do. Ooh, I actually rolled well, considering I have zero stealth. I rolled an 18. Okay, yeah. Oh, she rolled an 18, too. That's awesome. Uh, so, yeah, you guys just, like, <laughs> quietly and calmly step back. So now the team distraction can... What would you like to do? Hello, 
Mr. Munch, we brought the donuts. Oh, uh, how close are you guys getting? Yeah, like close to where he is at the table, like on either side of him, like two of us on one side, one on the other. Yeah, yeah. like we're not going to be like all up in his business, but like, yeah, are there are chairs? He's, they're, they're, he's got, it's it's a dining room that can fit like a ton of people. He's just there by himself and, and he's just... Right, but there's like chairs, like it's set up for like a banquet. Yeah. So yeah. then, yeah, we'll just sit or hang. Is it weird if we don't sit? Uh, Tazu will sit in in the chair like next to him. Okay. Like closest closest to him. And okay. Pull out the bag of donuts and like start pulling them out. Oh, so he's like, oh, oh, and he takes one. And he's like, oh, he looks at it that it has a bite out of it. He's like, eh. and just shoves it. And he's like, oh, mmm, mm, mm, delicious, delicious. Uh, Tazu, make a uh, perception check for me. Eight. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. He just um, stuffs his mouth with you. Delicious, delicious. Mmm, mmm. Hey, Julius. Uh, Julius will go to the, the the end of the table closest, okay. and will uh, start uh, giving a, a small speech. Um, uh, thank you. So much for letting us in your home. Um, thank you for uh, welcoming us to your picnic yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it, it was quite a beautiful day out. The wind was blowing and the grass was mm-hmm. very green. Did mm-hmm. you know that there was a beautiful cemetery on the way here? Mm, yes, uh, my my grandfather uh, is is buried there. Oh, oh thank you. Oh, oh. And um, uh, and through that, uh, I cast uh, motivational speech, <laughs> which gives okay. everyone five extra hit points for an hour, and advantage on wisdom saving throws. Oh, cool. Great. But I don't get that because I'm not in the room. <laughs> That's uh, all right. It's- I, you you said you were rate? invisible, so I assumed you were somewhere. No, the uh, <laughs> the cleric is going invisible. That's all right. Okay. Uh, he's like, oh, oh amazing. Um, uh, Ash, how are you trying to distract him? Yeah. So um, advantage on with so so I I say you know Mr. Munch um, mm. these mm. these donuts you know in fact all of this food. Unfortunately, you're gonna you're gonna run out eventually. Um, it's possible. It's very possible. And I take out the pot like with a flourish, like I flip it like in the air and like catch it, and I uh, say, "I'd like to demonstrate something for you. Do you have maybe a way for me to heat heat up this pot?" He snaps his fingers. He's like, "Bring him! Bring it! Let's let's set a fire to the table or something." Excellent, excellent. And and I don't want to get in your way or anything, but I, I think you're going to like this. Uh, one, one of the halflings comes out with uh, a strange device. It's got a, a wire, like metalwork on the top, and then the bottom uh, has some like gemstones and things. And he, he sets it down on the corner, and he's like, oh, uh, this is for 
service, but um, I, it, get, it gets hot. I think I think this will this will work. Uh, make sure you stand he, he back. Adjust some dials, and uh, the top of it begins to kind of glow, and you can start to feel the heat uh, oh, yeah. come off of it. And he just comes away. Perfect. Thank you so much. Okay. Now, Mr. Munch. Mm. Mm. Art. What's something delicious that you would love to eat right now? Like your your ideal meal, or or favorite dessert, or favorite mm. piece of meat. Uh, I would like, I would like uh, uh, a, a deer and and uh, a plum pudding and uh, uh, marshmallow cakes and gravy and okay. uh, a side uh, a flagon of ale to go a uh, light to go with the dark and uh, uh, wine and I would like uh, it could be from anywhere any type of wine is okay. good. Uh, um, Okay, great. He'll, great. he'll just keep going. <laughs> and and, and I, I say, okay, okay, stop. And then, like, I, like, start visualizing, like, each thing. And as the pot is heating, like, I start with, I start with, with a, with a lovely, just glazed venison. And it comes out and, and I put it on his plate. Oh, oh my man, or so. It's like, you see him shakily put it down and then he picks up knife and fork, and then just slams the fork into it and brings it up to his face. And that's mm. not it. What do you think? Mm. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, mm. uh, and that, very good. That mm. came out of nowhere. I came, That came from my mind. That came from this pot. Mm. It's never ending. And mm. I, just, I just keep cooking, like, the marshmallow and, like, the, the flag, and I pick the wine that we had from uh, the fox and feather, uh, and and so I'm just sort of doing this and hoping that Marza or yeah, uh, Dun Dunfeather is doing doing something. Yeah. So as you're cooking, I, this is incredible. This is incredible. What what an incredible gift you have brought me. Oh, oh, oh. And he just starts like chowing down as he says that. Uh, Marza comes walking in. Uh, do you want to join the table, Marza? Yes. Um, I will casually walk over and sit down next to Tazu. Okay, I can put you over here by Julius. Um, and uh, uh, Duskfeather is invisible. You cast invisibility on her. Mm -hmm. um, so she's going to make her way very slowly. <laughs> uh, so you guys, uh, everybody roll perception checks to see if you can maybe catch a glance of her. Oh, yeah. 26. 20. 22. Uh, 13. Five. Uh, 26 uh, and 22, is that what you said, Chandra? Yes. Uh, you guys kind of notice, like, where she's displacing... Uh, the room, you kind of catch a glance, like maybe like light up the shoulders a little weird, or you, you see like the carpet shift a little bit. Like you, you, you notice something of her movement. The rest of you, she's, she's pretty good on her stealth um, and being invisible. Uh, just sometimes, you know, you catch just a little bit if you're all high. <laughs> uh, Mr. Munch is, is just like enraptured by the pot and uh, is stuffing his face and, and like ask like weird questions about uh you know like do you have to imagine that down to the molecule like he's got all sorts of strange things he keeps asking but he's 
fascinated by this this uh, seemingly gift that you have brought him. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, and then you all see as the feathers make contact, he becomes visible behind him. And he's like, what? And so Mr. Munch reaches up and grabs her hands, as far as they go, uh, and uh, she grabs onto the medallion. So they've got it in lock. And he's like, no, no. And he starts to scream and, and wrestle. And uh, and she's having a hard time. Like, her invisibility drops when she takes that action. Uh, Tazu will do, will try and, like, take her quarter staff and, like, shove it. Like, if his arm is like this, she'll take it in here and try and, like, pry it off because Tazu knows she's not strong enough. But with leverage, I think I could do it. You're making so an attack roll, I guess, just to make sure. We're, we're not in, uh, we're not in initiative yet. 21. Yeah, you can you can jam your your staff in there. Um, he's uh, surprisingly strong, uh, but you do seem to start to pull his his hand back a little bit. As I soon grab- as yeah, uh, as soon as Tazu's doing that, I'm going to run around to the other arm and just try and grapple it to get him to let go of Tender. Okay. Yeah. Uh, make uh, make an attack roll, Chandri. It would be a strength check, right? Um, to grab, I want the attack roll because you're making an uh, you're making an attack to grab. Okay, okay. So then, what would the attack modifier be? Unarmored deck. Yeah, I guess it, I guess it's. I mean, you can use decks. Oh, perfect. Um, dirty twenty. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So no problem. Uh, so yeah, you grab him and then make a make a strength check for me to to for your like pulling with your arms. That is cocked. That would be a four. He's he's very strong. Like you have his arm and you're pulling, but he's like, it's unnaturally strong. Uh, Ash, you're on, and then Julius will come to you. Great. I I, I jump on I jump on uh, one of the arms too, okay. um, and try to try to pull him, or maybe not his arm, but like because I don't know if there's room, but like his leg, like his leg or something. I like try to like stretch him out so he d- can't get as much of a purchase. Um, okay, yeah, make an attack roll. Oh, so bad. Uh, a five. Uh, yeah, you. Uh, it, there's a lot going on. It's hard to. It's hard to get in there. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Julius. Uh. Yep. Verbal. Uh, I cast command and say drop it or drop. Okay. What does he have to roll for that? A wisdom saving throw. Okay. I've got a 19. He passes. Okay. Good, good effort though. Um, so, and Marza, do you have something you want to do in this moment? Uh, yeah, I, since I noticed that, uh, Julius's spell didn't work. I'm gonna try thaumaturgy and boom my voice and tell him to drop it. Okay, make a uh, make a intimidation 
Okay. Okay. Uh, with advantage because you're using your thaumaturgy. Uh, do I need to roll again? Because I got a nat 20. Well, good. <laughs> um, uh, Thank you, So, Patreon. yeah, you command, you command and put it down. Um, make a perception check, Marza. Nine. Uh, he's, while he's grappling like this, you see his eyes, like, turn to you, and they're almost, like, pleading. And then uh, Tinder Dunfeather that, like, begins to like hum and speak in her bird language that she speaks, and her eyes flash, and the stone on Mr. Munch's uh, necklace begins to glow green and purple, and then it sh- pushes out and starts to move down her feathers, and both she and... Mr. Munch at the same time both scream, consume! And you see her like shaking. And then all this energy starts to pour out from the from the amulet and forming out of it tentacles. Oh god. Worm out. And this creature emerges into the room. It's got five limbs. And it's tentacled legs. It looks something along the lines of this, which is not in uh, He's got tentacly legs, hard to see. Uh, tentacly legs and all five arms that end with five protrusions that end in five claws. Uh, it is in the middle of the dining table here, and I need everybody to roll initiative. For yeah, me. let's do it. That's what the Cthulhu book was for. <laughs> By the Cthulhu mythos from Sandy Peterson that Carmichael got for me. <laughs> I saw him looking at it this morning, and I was like... I was like, there's cool monsters in here. Uh, what's... I don't know. Okay, uh, 25 to 20. Okay. Not good, 20. gang. <laughs> 15 to 20? Carter? 15. 15. I, too, got a 15. Have you, and Marza, what'd you get? 15. Uh, That's hilarious. Which one of you wants to go first? Uh, we could do old, old school dex uh, rolls. With, oh, wait. Was it you and well, I? Actually, uh, it should. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. I actually don't care. I don't care. We can just do it based off decks, and I have zero decks, so that. Okay, great. Mine <laughs> is um, thirteen. Okay, mine's seventeen. So I All guess right. I'll go first. Sounds good. That's cool, with everybody. All right, Tazu will go first. I'll go yeah. second. Okay, Tazu, then Ash, then Marza. Oh, okay. dang it. He's going first. He's going first. Oh, great. Um, oh, cool. 
Hey, Carmichael here. I really appreciate you listening to the podcast, and I just want to remind you about Patreon. But don't skip, don't skip. I got, hold on. I'm not just going to talk about how your support can influence the adventure by submitting character names, full-on characters, and characters destined to die, or how you can get Fables merch so you can rock it where you go. That's a D&D joke, by the way. <laughs> and I really want to be real with you. Fables is a project that I care about a lot. Though it's not perfect, it saved me from a dark place and has changed the path of my career in ways I've never expected. I want to do more for Fables, uh, more for you. I want to create more. I want to continue doing classes and session podcasts with my friends, Austin and Tway, where we debate what D&D classes various fictional TV and film characters are. I want to DM special miniseries on the channel that push my creativity. I want to make more behind the scenes and exclusive content but I also have three jobs as a freelance filmmaker to keep this show going and keep a roof over my head. And Patreon is the only way that's going to change anytime soon. Fables is a small channel, too small for sponsors to care about, and ad revenue already can't compete with the orc-smashing, dragon-slaying, magic-wielding patrons at patreon.com slash fablesd20. So if you want to help keep this content moving forward and growing, please consider heading over to patreon.com slash fablesd20. That's F-A-B-L-E-S-D-20. Also, there's a link somewhere. <laughs> you should be able to see the link in the description. I don't know why I spelled that out to you. But hey, Spelling, really appreciate you for not skipping past this and hearing me out. Have a great day. Stay safe. And you know what? Tell someone close to you that they matter because they might need to hear that too. All right. Love you. Enjoy the show. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, okay, and then uh, 10 to 15. fine, it's going to be fine. 12. 12, Julius. 6. <laughs> All right. Move that there. It's a great place. Move this here. Sixth place. I see it. Okay. Um, right, he kind of lands in the middle of this table. Uh, just for the grid, I'm going to put him there. Uh, he... Do, 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 is going to uh, take in the room, see what he can see. Okay, that's pretty good. Um, he is going to. Uh, he, it's got. It's hard. It, it's this weird otherworldly creature, and it has many eyes and many faces, and it's very odd. And it seems to look at you, Chandri and it speaks a language you have never heard. Um, and I need you to make a wisdom saving throw, which is good that Julius casts his thing. Thanks, Julius. <laughs> and you all have five extra hit points. Cool. Yep. Uh, but, 16. But if five, sorry. You just hit the DC... Uh, oh. he, he tried to cast confusion on you, and you just got it. Um, so you, there's like this overwhelming sense of like fog and and misunderstanding that hits your mind. But then, as soon as it takes, it kind of just vanishes. Um, he is also going to uh, attack. Uh, let's see, you're over there. You're over there. So Marza and Julius. Uh, he is going to 
uh, the tentacles that he stands on, two of them lash out and try to get you, Julius. Oh, uh, 25. Uh, for attack? Yes. Yeah, that hits. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He does... Whoa. Uh, he does 22 bludgeoning damage to you. Uh, with this tentacle Ooh. attack, and you're grappled at the moment. Oh! And then Marza... I was going to say, just knock me over it, like, a few it, pieces, like how big that hit was. <laughs> this thing, yeah, this thing's scary. Uh, uh, Marza, he then r- reaches one of his five arms out at you to, to smash you with it. The squishy uh, sorcerer. Oh, that was... That was a journey it rolled. It was like 15, natural 22. So it's a nine. Oh, yes, yes, my armor's 10 because I don't have on my, my armor right now. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and you're the only ones within reach and he cast that spell. Hilarious. So that, uh, that's his turn. So it goes to Tazu. I'm so uh, happy. Mr. Munch seems to be passed out, Tazu. When this thing came out and they yelled this thing, uh, both Mr. Munch and the cleric like collapsed backwards. Well, the cleric's no help in this battle, then. <laughs> I'm right so here. So they both seem like they're unconscious, probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But they're not like dead. I mean, it's hard to tell. You can you can attempt to check if you want. All right. Well, there's nothing I can do. No, there's there's literally nothing Tazu can do for them. Right. She yeah, um, then she Tazu will, I guess, jump up on the table and take a couple of swings at this thing. Okay. Those were shit rolls. Um. All right. First. First one is an eighteen to hit. Yep. Damn it. Oh fuck, I was using the wrong dice. Oh. God damn it. Oh. <laughs> I rolled max damage, but I was using the wrong die. Yeah. Use a D20. I grab, I, for max no, damage. I grabbed no, I grabbed the ten. It was supposed to be an eight. Oh. oh I got real excited. It was gonna be that's fine. It's um uh seven points of bludgeoning damage for the first one. Okay. Uh the second hit is a thirteen, so that probably doesn't hit. No, does a miss? Alright. Okay. Um, well, then I will, for my bonus action, um, hit uh, punch him with my stone hand. Okay. God damn it. Um, 15 hit? It does not. Ah. All right. There goes my stone hand. All right. Uh, Ash, it's your turn, and Marza, you're on deck. Okay. Heck thank yeah. You. Um, I'm going to have Sora jump up and try and bite this thing. Okay. And that's flanked, right? Sora can flank, yeah. Well, doesn't matter, because we we rolled a nat 20 on the uh, the first one. So that's going to be... uh, And we also rolled max damage. uh, So that's going to be... Uh, 11 plus 11, so 22. Woo! Uh, yeah, Sora jumps up and actually rips off, uh, jumps up there onto the table, snarling, hissing that 
big panther sound and jumps up and grabs one of its five limbs and rips it off. Ooh. So now it only has four limbs. Great, thank up goodness. Top. Uh, and, let me mark this down. And it's down to four limbs. Okay. Cool. <laughs> uh, and then... Nice hit with that, with the natural 20 Sora's in rare form. Very good. Thank you, Kitty. And then I'm going to uh, shoot a um, an ice arrow. Um, okay. Where would you like to be? You're I would like here. to go down a few squares. Yeah, right there. And then um, confirming this is at advantage. Uh, yes, it is flanked, and that's our, our house rule, that flanking condition applies to the creature, uh, the target, not the people targeting it. Awesome. And, of course, of course I would cast Hunter's Mark first. Yes, on, yes, yes, sir. <laughs> All right. On, uh, <laughs> on there. And then, uh, yeah, here we go. All right. So, no. Okay, seriously. Seriously, another nat 20. I'm not... I'm not lying. You can take it a picture is, of it if you want. I mean, I believe you. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm taking a picture. For, I'll take a picture later for the gram. But yeah, um, yeah. okay. So Put it in the Discord the, after the yeah, game. Yeah, I'll do that. Um, so that'll be um, all right. Math. So that'll be eight <laughs> for the cold damage, mm -hmm. and then um, uh, things. Um, what am I doing? Hunter's uh, mark. Max plus roll. Yeah, yeah. That and then uh, eight, so six, so eight cold damage, and then thirteen piercing damage. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And once that happens, um, oh shoot, uh, was that including your hunter's mark damage? No. Uh, that's another six. So, uh, 13, 19, 19 piercing plus the eight cold. Mm -hmm. And then, um, freaking awesome Sora girl. She, is it a melee attack? Um, it's fine. I, I, I don't have it right now. Oh, wait. Okay. Uh, no, it's just attack action. So she's going to make a melee attack again. Right, because of the, her ability, yeah. Yeah, 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 because of uh, coordinated attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, that wasn't as good. Yeah, a, uh, uh, a 15 to hit. Yeah, that's a miss. Okay. Uh, Ash, make a perception check for me very quickly. Sure. All right. Well, it's a nat, nat 20. But... You're rolling 20s? Uh, you... <laughs> The arrow sinks deep into the creature, and you see, like, you seem to have hit a vital part of it, uh, though it, it's, it doesn't make sense in how it's built. Like, it's very, very strange. But the cold, you see the cold damage cascade over it, and it seems to breathe in, and that cold just disappears. Ooh, that's not good. Okay. Mm. All right, I'm done. All right, uh, Marza, it's your turn. Chandra, you're on deck. Okay, um, I am going to uh, do words. Um, <laughs> meta magic. I'm going to do okay. quicken spell. I'm going to put on my mage armor. Um, cover the protect one. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to also use my tide of chaos. Yeah. To do uh, 
scorching ray. Fireball the party. Yeah. <laughs> In this small room. I didn't um, ask what size room it okay. was. Yeah. So, since I have an advantage and I'm rolling three rays. Okay. Oh. Um, I need to write numbers down. 18, 10, 8. Okay. Uh, oh, I forget which one was which now. Okay. Uh, the first roll was better. Anyways. Okay. So, uh, and then, so uh, I have an 18, a 10, and an 8. Uh, the 18 hits. Okay. Why did you roll three times? Is that a... I rolled it twice. Because, uh, so for Scorching Ray, I have three rays. Oh, right, right, And I have right. to roll an attack for each one. Okay, I got you. Did you roll those at advantage because the target is playing currently? Oh, I used my Tide of Chaos for no reason. <laughs> well... That's okay. Okay, did you roll them at advantage for Tide of Chaos? Yes. Okay. So the, the 18 is the one that hits. Okay. Uh, da, 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 and then it, it is a 2d6. All right. All right, that's going to be 10 points of fire damage. Amazing. Uh, yeah. Uh, do, 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 do. uh, make a perception check for me. Oh, I don't know why I gave you back my dice. Just that one. Okay. That was a journey. 19. Uh, you see that some of the flesh does burn, mm -hmm. but it also seems to like not take as much from that fire. What oh. is this creature? It didn't like the cold arrow either. It's really <laughs> Resistant bizarre. to fire and ice. <sighs> okay, and then I would like to back, <laughs> back up. Uh, how far is the wall from the table? It's like it's, 10 feet. It's off the edge of the map. This is like a 60-foot room. It's huge. Okay, like so... 60 feet by 100 feet. I'm just going to back up like 10 feet then because I just don't want to be like super close to the tentacles since they came close to me okay. last time. Uh, it will attempt an attack of opportunity against you. Oh, fuck. That's right. Oh, and then I need to... Wait, were we... Since I said Tide of Chaos, were you just saying I'll use it next time since I was it was already an advantage? No, no, no. You're using it. Okay. No, I want to check so I can roll my d20 for you. Yeah, yeah. 18. 18. Uh, you grow a long beard made of feathers that remains until you sneeze, at which point the feathers explode out from your face. I love this. I just, like, look at everyone in the room, and I just, like, cover my face, and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> I love that. That's what she's worried about right now. Right. Really <laughs> um, okay, and it's going to... Uh, 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 10. Uh, no, because I have mage armor on, which is 13, baby. Okay. So he doesn't hit me. So you put out there. Uh, Chandri, what would you like to do? I would like to come around to the south side of this bad boy to be on the opposite side of where Tazu is. And Great. I'm going to strike with fortune. That'd be a friggin' 26 to hit. Yes. And that'll be uh, uh, 6 magical piercing damage okay and then i'm going to strike with valor that's 18 to hit mm -hmm. with uh four regular non-magical piercing damage okay my extra attack with fortune 
Uh, 24 to hit with... Ooh, that's much better. Oh, yeah. 11 magical damage. Okay. And then I'm going to use my action surge to get another attack action. <laughs> yeah. Fighters, man. <laughs> so that means two because I'm level five. Mm-hmm. Fighters. Uh, so this will be fortune again. So that's uh, 17 to hit. 17 will hit. Great. Um, with 10 magical damage. And okay. then strike with Valor one last time. That'd be <laughs> uh, eight to hit. That's a miss. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, so Shadra, you're out there and just start like piercing into it and fi- trying to find moments and it's just very, it's like... Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. What type of magic uh, is it? Are you hitting with ice or cold? Uh, uh, no, the plus it's just magical. It's force. Damage. It's force damage technically. It's oh, okay. um. It's magic. Magical force. It's not elemental or anything. So yeah, like magic it... weapons that are just like plus one or plus two or whatever the weapon is. It's just like a. It's a magical weapon in terms of uh, attacking creatures that are immune to. Uh, non-magical damage. Yeah, fortune's now a plus one weapon because of the the hag item. Right. So, yeah. so does that mean that the that this monster is not resistant to it to the force? Uh, your your swords are piercing, right? Yes. Yeah, they they seem to be going in. Okay, cool. I was yeah, cool. Yeah, just like your arrow definitely did damage. Just the ice of it seems. Yeah. To right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Chandri, Chandri seems to be piercing into it, and it seems to be taking the damage. Good. Uh, yeah. Well, and Sora like ripped off a limb, and Sora's mm-hmm. not. No, I, I'm it, just. Right? I was just checking, like, because since the magical stuff didn't work, I just wanted to make sure that a magical mm-hmm. sword is is right. as effective. Right. Yeah. 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 It, they seem to be working. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. And it becomes Julius's turn, and then the creature, and then Tev. Okay. So I'm grappled. You are currently grappled. Uh, am I next to it, or am I uh, at least ten feet away? Uh, technically, you, he's got you kind of in his space. Okay, and it's flanked, right? Yes. Yes. Great. Um, so I will okay. cast. You are the restrained people. condition. Oh, restrained. Yeah. Uh, let me. Grappled just... creature is restrained until the grapple ends. And you can make an escape if you want. Restrain condition against mm-hmm. creature. Have advantage. Uh, and I have disadvantage. Okay. Yeah. Tackle but, and grab. But, but it is flanked. So if I attacked, would that neutralize it? That makes it a straight roll. But because I'm on top of its space, if I use a ranged attack, it would go to disadvantage, right? Correct. Okay. I cast Ray of Enfeeblement, which is a ranged attack. Okay. Fuck. Uh oh. Do not roll a one. Let's get it worse. Enfeeble all of us. Oh, that's funny. You rolled the same. Uh, it 100% will probably not hit. Uh, a total of a nine. 
Uh, th no, that's a miss. Yeah, it's uh, it's tentacles have you, and you're like, rah, rah. <laughs> uh, as a as a bonus action, I want to cast uh, uh, spare the dying on the on the Melora cleric that we brought with us. If okay. they're thirty feet away. Uh, yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, they're like twenty feet from me. Julius so, is okay. just like shouting. <laughs> <laughs> Flopped around and crushed <laughs> by this thing. Uh, okay, so uh, yeah, so you cast for the dying. Uh, yeah, okay, cool. Uh, it goes to the creature's turn with Tazu on deck. Uh, the creature, since you are still in its tentacles, it will uh, continue to just, like squish you, Julius, with its tentacles. Um, and since you are restrained, it has you at advantage. Yep. That's Fox. Which is good because it looked like it was going to be a natural 20. Okay. Uh, 15? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, he just starts like like crushing in on you, Julius, uh, with its like very, very strong tentacles. I remember, gotta remember to roll damage with these rolls. Okay. Um, Uh, 16 bludgeoning damage to you, Julius, as it just Great. starts, like, crushing in on you, uh, with its tentacles, uh, and then... Uh, you, just the sound of, you, you hear the sound of wood just cracking and breaking. Yeah, snapping limbs. Uh, it's going to attack Tazu with one of its arms, uh, with a 22... Um, yeah. I'm sorry, what? Jess. I didn't mean to give him such a powerful book. <laughs> what have you done, Carmichael? Uh, you take... I saw him reading it this morning, and I was like, what you doing? He's like, nothing. <laughs> uh, you take 17 bludgeoning damage. Oh, my gosh. Um, uh, Sora is also in range for another one of its arms. No, Sora. Sora, uh, with a 17. Don't do it! Uh, yeah, that hits. Sora takes <laughs> 15 bludgeoning damage. Oh, boy. And then, uh, another one of its no. arms, it's gonna go for Chandri. Just heads up, if uh, any of you guys lose your five, uh, your five, uh, temp HP, then the spell wears off off you, and you lose okay. the wisdom advantage saving throw. Okay, good. So basically, if we get hit, yeah, okay, yeah, you... all right. Cool. Uh, it's a 16 to hit you, Chandri. That's my AC. Okay. Uh, you take, uh, uh, you take 13 uh, bludgeoning yep. damage. Yep. And then with its fourth <gasps> arm. Now that it knows what's happening here, uh, it's going to go for... Chandri hit it the most. Wait, go for but if it has four limbs, how is it... How is it standing? If it's attacking... Uh, it's standing on tentacles. It's got like a base of tentacles that it's got... That it reached out and grabbed Julius with and has since been crushing him in this mass of tentacles. And then it had five limbs uh, up top, but now it only has four because... Oh, I understand. Yeah. So it's so like 
the if the monster from Cloverfield had tentacles at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Cool. cool. Yeah. Uh, so with its final, with its fourth arm, it's going to go for Chandri again. Oh, it failed. Okay. So roll that. Um, interesting. Let me pull that up. That deck. I always forget the mild but fun critical miss deck. And it rolled an 18 and it's critical miss. That's cool. That is going to be do 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 do. Uh, full muscle, full muscle in that arm. Uh, disadvantage on attacks. Okay, so one of its limbs gets disadvantage. I'll make a note. Okay. Pull the hammy. <laughs> yeah, pull the hammy. Ah! Uh, Stuck it, Um, it goes to Tazu and then Asher on deck. Yep. Okay, so Tazu is restrained, yes? Uh, no, no, it, no, that's the tentacle attack that restrains. Its arms just bludgeon. Oh, okay, so I'm, okay. Great. That frees me up to do what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So fuck this guy, and I'm going to hit him. Use the right dice this time. I'm going to hit him twice with my quarterstaff. God, what is up with this dot? All right, this 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 one needs to go away. <laughs> um, so the first hit is um, a twenty-two, twenty-one. Yeah. No. Mm -hmm. three, oh, three, three, three. Yeah, something. Uh, twenty billion. Okay. Um, piss poor damage roll. Uh, five bludgeoning damage on that one. Okay. The second one is a sixteen to hit. 16 will hit. Oh, great. So the second hit is a not is nine points of damage. Okay. And then uh, Tazu will use one of her key points to 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 uh, to do stunning strike mm. with one of those. And he okay. has to make a constitution saving throw, uh, DC 14, or um or he will be stunned until the end of my next turn. A 19. Yeah, I knew that was a risk. because uh, Make a it. perception check for me, Tazu. Oh, ooh. Um, 19? When you're making these bludgeoning connections, it, you know, you can feel, like, that you're hitting it, but it always seems, like, a little softer than you expected. Like, it's like a mitt. You just... Mm. Smashing Even into Even though my quarter yeah. staff is magical. Yes. Interesting. Uh, well, cool. For my bonus action, I will punch him real hard with my fist. Okay. Stone fist? Yeah. Okay. That's a 16 to hit. Uh, yes. Great. That is seven... 11 points of damage. And that's earth damage, right? Yes, it is earth damage. You just, you, you slam into it and whatever, like, softness when you're hitting with your quarter staff, this earth just, you can feel like a small snap in there. Wow. Oh, that's good. Sorry, Lilu, I just scared her, dropped the book. Uh, <laughs> okay, she's okay. <laughs> I was like, don't crush uh, our dog. <laughs> yeah, no, she's fine. 
Uh, all right, it goes uh, to uh, if you are you done? Yes. Uh, y- yes, I am done with my turn, but I would like to shout, hit it with earth stuff. It doesn't like it. Um, great, uh, it goes to Ash with Marza on deck. Okay, Sora is going to try and bite. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Ah, oh, shoot. Um, 15 to hit? No. Oh, dang it. All right. And then I'm going to try and shoot at it uh, with an arrow. Uh, one second. Um, okay. That's going to be... Uh, Uh, 21 to hit. Yes. And then that'll be uh, five piercing damage. And that was a normal, that was a normal, um, Mm -hmm. no, sorry, not five. Um, uh, Six, six piercing damage. Even better. Uh, Yeah, that arrow pierces right into it. And then Sora gets to make another attack. Mm-hmm. That'll hit. Okay. Uh, 25 Yep. Uh, to hit. Very good. And uh, 9 piercing damage. Excellent. And that's my turn. Awesome. Very good. Uh, Marza and then Chandri. I'm gonna use uh, I'm gonna use my my meta medallion necklace to unlock mm-hmm. the meta magic heighten spell. Uh, awesome. When you cast a spell that forces a creature to make a saving throw to resist its effects, they have to roll at disadvantage on the first saving throw made against the spell. So I am going to do um, ray of uh, sickness. Okay. All right, and the douchebag is still flanked. Yes. Okay. Oh, I got a nat 20. Hey. <laughs> All day today. Like, what the heck? So uh, it rolls you, a Patreon. constitution saving through at disadvantage? Yes. And then let me roll. Um, that's my fault. I forgot to say I was casting it at a higher level, so just doing the normal dice. Uh, so that's 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, po- 20 points of poison damage. Okay. What's the spell, DC? Uh... 14. 14. All right. He's rolling at disadvantage. I. Woo, that's 11. So he takes. <laughs> the, so he takes the full 11? damage. Yeah. Um, and then also uh, he is poisoned until the end of my next turn. Awesome. It was 20 how much damage? Uh, 16, seven, 20 points of poison damage. 20 straight. Okay, cool. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the it it kind of uh, it's got weird skin anyway, but it does seem to take a, a less flush uh, pallor to it, and parts of its muscles do like sink in a little bit, and it seems to like convulse. I hate uh, this thing. Poison, poison, poison. I forgot you could have that. I didn't have this prepared. Uh, 
I what? That's what the creature has until your turn. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Drop the poison condition on him if I can yeah. find it. <laughs> there it is. See, it's green. It's green. It's bright green. Yeah. Okay. I'll just throw it over Julius for now, just so we know it. It's okay. like slime green. <laughs> uh, great. Uh, it goes to Chandri with Julius on deck. Cool. I'm going to slice it again. Uh, yeah. So first attack with fortune. That's terrible. That's a 10 to hit. That's a miss. We're going to do offhand attack with Valor. Okay. Uh, that'd be a 22 to hit with eight points of piercing damage. Lovely. Yep. Non-magical. Um, okay. And then for my extra attack with fortune. Oh, God. Uh, 11 to hit. 11 going to miss. Yeah. Um, and I guess that's it. Okay. Uh, Julius, it's your turn with the creature and then Tazu on it. Uh, you are still restrained. <laughs> bonus action, cast Healing Word at second level on myself. Okay. Uh, 2d4 plus 4 health. Great. Uh, that is uh, 8 health and then I will cast at no, sorry that is, I cast that at first level, not second level Okay. so one less d4 Okay. and for second level I will cast false life on myself uh, with uh, necromantic uh, energy, Julius uh, adds 1d4 plus 4 temporary hit points onto themselves. And okay, cool. you just hear Julius uh, scream in Entish, and eyes go black. Mm -hmm. And the, the crook that looks like it's about to snap glows. And I'm just going to add all these health to my character. Nice. Yeah, healing words, your bonus action, and then that, and then the second level spell for action? Great. Yep. Cool. Yeah, and that's because we do... I'm a spell slinger house rule there for people keeping up that. Uh, you can cast the spells bonus action. You can cast the spells in action, and it can be up to, I think I... From a third level or second level, third level? Second. 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 I think it was second. You're telling me second. So that's, I believe, the player. <laughs> uh, you made it very clear. Second yeah. level. So yeah, yes, second, second level. level. Because it's cool. And that's why. Because it's cool. Uh, sling them spells. Uh, great. Uh, so it's the creature's turn. It's still got Julius in its tentacles. So it's going to uh, keep crushing you, Julius, as I fling the dice on the ground. Okay. Which, which tentacle has disadvantage? Uh, one of its arms has disadvantage. Oh, sorry. Yeah, which... Whatever. Yeah. Well, if the, uh, creature, arm that if, isn't... The creature's, if the creature is poisoned, then it also just attacks and abilities are poisoned, too. Or disadvantage. Uh, right. It's, it's poisoned. Oh, yeah. So to remember, that, yeah, that means it attacks at disadvantage. Whichever... And, yeah, and ability checks. Okay, whichever cool. whichever arm attacks Sora should be at disadvantage. Okay. Um, oh, we're all at disadvantage now. I don't think this spell <laughs> magical get rid of that. So I'll I'll go with since I rolled it I rolled it at advantage. I'll just go with my lower roll, uh, which 
gives him a 21 on his attack. <laughs> to who? To, to Julius. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, gonna keep squishing you. Just keep hearing more, like, at, like the wood just keep... You hear start big uh, snaps happen. It's it's thirty bludgeoning damage. <gasps> Are you alive? Julius is gone. Uh. Are, all right, cool. Are you down? I'm down. Okay. Oh, you, no. Oh, this, you you hear. You hear the biggest crack happen, like someone broke the center of like a like a branch right off. Like a baseball and, bat snapping, yeah. Uh, no more screaming. Nope. Are, you, are you still in the tentacle, or are you on the floor? Yeah, yeah, he's still in there. Um, the okay, tentacle so monster. then it's going to attack uh, Pazu uh, with one of its arms. Uh, 12. And then it's going to attack... Thora, and it'll do that at disadvantage uh, for having yeah. its limb hurt by uh, by its flailings earlier. And also the poison anyway, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, and poison. Uh, so, yeah, I missed I missed Taz already, Yumi, right? So let's roll. Uh, yeah, I, I think a nine's going to miss Sora. Yes. And then it's going to... She lives. It's going to use a third limb attack at Chandri. Disadvantage... Uh, 16. Oh, no! Again. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> um, I keep forgetting to roll my damage at the same time. I did this, right? I did this. Okay. Uh, you take 10 bludgeoning damage. Cool, 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 cool. And then it's last limb. Uh, it's going to, let's see, I'm going to roll just, who do I want to go for? Okay, we're going to go for Tazu with this last limb since it missed. Still a disadvantage, however, um, with a an 11. So, crunch, crunch, snap! And then just smashes at Tazu, misses, smashes down at Sora, she dodges out of the way, punches right into Chandri, and then flails again at Tazu, uh, and misses again. And it goes to uh, Tazu with Ash on deck. Heck yeah. Okay, Tazu, seeing this, is a little pissed off now. So she is going to hit them with her partner. Uh, God damn it, these dice, mother bitch. Um, the first hit is a 26. I believe hits. That will hit, yeah. Uh, Tazu will also spend a key point and try and do stunning strike again on that one. Um, but it takes uh, eight bludgeoning damage, which I know probably doesn't do much, but uh, she's going to attempt to do stunning strike on that again. And it's a con, con save DC 14. 18. All right. Ooh. Um. Then uh, that second, I, I I changed my second set of dice out because the other one kept rolling nines. Rolled another nine. 
but mm. it's a uh, it's it's still a sixteen to hit. Uh, yeah, sixteen hits. Cool. That's another seven points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. And then Tazzy's gonna spend another key point to for her bonus action to do flurry of blows. Okay, great. Oops, wrong die. Oh my god, wrong one. All these dice, all these dice to old. Oh, fuck you. Um. <laughs> all right, the first, the first one is a a dirty no. First one's a 15. Okay, that misses. That's good. And then the second one's a natural one. Ah, roll, roll me a d20. 17. 17. Uh, That's going into that It's that jail. same thing. You you pull a muscle in your arm leg. You have disadvantage yeah. on attack rolls requiring the upper body, upper lower body strength for one turn. Cool. That's fun. Um, okay, uh, it's going to use its reaction and it sucks in one of its limbs. So it's down to three, but you see like its wounds that you've been putting onto it. Some of them close. Mm. Uh, and it goes to Ash. All right, Sora's going to try and bite. Martha's upset about that. <laughs> oh, come on 14 that's missed I'm gonna do it all right i'm gonna try and shoot it with an arrow okay oh please no don't do this to me oh great second one was a nat, nat 20. great yeah good uh so that's gonna be uh it's going Ash to is on be fire i know like i know like my crazy. crappy dice rolls are transferring to his Good ones. The water. I've had two at 20s, which is really rare for Marza. <laughs> uh, so that's going to be 13 piercing damage. Plus yeah, you... the freaking, sorry. Plus the hunter's mark. Hunter's mark. Mm-hmm. Um, what did I say? 13? You did. Plus two is 15? Great. Yes, 15 piercing. Yeah, you, you loosen arrow into, as you watch one of its arms like suck into its body, you take aim at another limb with that crit. You knock, like, through whatever sinew has been holding that limb, and it falls to the ground. So it now only has these two limbs and its tentacles. Amazing. Uh, with Julius's corpse and its tentacles. Um, Sor is going to uh, attack again based on my uh, losing my arrow. Okay. Okay. So that's... Oh, oh, uh, 16 to hit. That will hit. Yeah, so that's going to be um, nine piercing damage. Okay, great. Uh, yeah, she just starts, like, biting and, like, crunching in with her, her teeth, punching into this creature, and it, it seems to be reacting, like, she's tearing into some tentacles. Uh, it's, it's, looking, it's looking pretty bad. Good. All if right, you can tell, but if, if it could look bad, it's probably looking bad. Uh, it doesn't look good to begin with. Uh, or, it, um, or is that your turn? Yes. Okay, it's Marza, then Chandra's on deck. Okay, uh, I am gonna cast Fireball. So, Ignis, BCO, Electri, and. Ooh, 
Uh, that's gonna be a, uh, what the fuck is math? I'm trying to make sure I have everything ready for Jared. Okay, uh, uh, 22. <laughs> 22 will hit, yes. Awesome. Okay, that is going to be 18 points of fire damage for that motherfucker. Okay. Uh, <laughs> like before, like, you see, you see bits of it singe and burn, but it seems to, like, shrug off some of that. I just go, you gave me a beard! I hate you! <laughs> yeah, yeah, you had this feather beard. I mean, you gave it to yourself. But I wouldn't be casting <laughs> magic. <laughs> I don't um, understand this creature. I'm so mad. <laughs> all right, Chandri and then Julius uh, on deck for a death saving throw. Oh, boy. So I'm going to slice it with fortune. Natural 20! Oh, my oh, God. God. I'm very glad. This is Heck awesome. Yeah, this is great. Okay. And that was okay, so it's max plus the roll, so mm-hmm. the would be eight plus five, so thirteen plus four is seventeen piercing magical piercing damage. And then Tell us tell us how you destroy this creature. Yeah. Finally. Alright, so the tentacle that's currently grappling Julius's body, I wanna mm-hmm. ask slice that sucker off and then i want to you said it has like multiple faces and like yeah yeah it's like five faces okay i want to get under one of those chins and and come out the top yeah uh yeah so chandri does this like awesome like slide under and like splashes like pierces into the tentacles that are like massing around julius and they rip off and then she comes up under and just pierces up through one of its faces and into its brain, and the creature falls over and just begins to sizzle. Whoa. I, uh, Chandra yells from across, Ash, you need to help Julius now. Sha- Wait, Chandra yells? Yeah, Mar- no. save you Julius. No, Mars you called, your, you called yourself Chandri. <laughs> oh, wow. She Sorry. She wishes she was Chandri. I do. Mars actually she would die. So Mars. I mean, we all kind of wish we were Chandri. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So I, I tell you, Ash, you need to go help Julius. <laughs> I say, as I'm running, I was going to do that anyway, but I'll. <laughs> I go over and I'll cast Cure Wounds at uh, first level. Fabulous. Uh, what would so, have the death, second death saving throw be? What is that? One, Ooh, two, it would have eight. been a success. But. Well, well here's, here's the thing, Julius. Like, had Chandri not killed it, and I was, like, really hoping that she would, because you would have failed that throw, and then it goes, and it attacks you, and you immediately fail, too, and you would have been dead. <gasps> and we don't have anything to resurrect him at the moment. Well, you have, you a, have a stabilized have a cleric. cleric in the room. We have a cleric with us. <laughs> yeah, Literally we a cleric in the room. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, we might have a, a like outstanding balance with the Temple that's, of the Lord. That's kind of what I meant, <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah. You get you get 10 hit points back. Julius. Great. So you're up at 10. Uh, you, you cease your dying. Oh boy, I want to run over and check on um, Tender Dunfeather and see if she's. Yeah, the, if I can uh, like bring her to consciousness, if she's just unconscious or if she's like uh, as deceased. This, as this creature is like sizzling and like it begins to like smoke and strangely evaporate while it's on the table, as that's happening, both the Tender and 
uh, Mr. Munch, like, kind of come back to consciousness. Uh, she's, like, looking at it. She, like, pulls up her hands, and she takes your hand, Chandra, to stand up. And like, oh. Sees the creature. Oh. Um. I, uh. Well, that was more than a curse, I guess. Um. Um. But. Okay, and she turns and like finds Mr. Munch, and he's just like, "Oh, what? Oh, what? Why am I so?" And he just starts to just vomit. <laughs> Everything he's been eating all day—that's gonna be a rough week. And he's gonna have a really hard time. Uh, he's like, "Oh, oh, excuse me. Oh, oh," and like his servants are like, "Sir, sir," they like come and grab me. He's like, "Oh, oh help me!" And he's like, "Why is?" Why is there so much of me? I, uh, huh. Oh. He kind of looks at you and he's like, it's my, my friends from the picnic. Hello. Hi. What? And he's like looking around. He's like, we're in my home. Yes. Okay. What, um, what's going on here? Is he still wearing the medallion or did the Um, cleric take it off? He's wearing the medallion, the uh, makeup perception check. Everybody who's looking at him. Six. Let me passives work. Dirty 20. <laughs> yeah. 14. If we're going with passive, it's 13. But Yeah, I it's fine. We're out, of, we're out of danger, uh, at least so you think. This body is very strange. Uh, the, uh, the gemstone has been shattered. So, mm-hmm. like... And it's and it's kind of gone. Like it had a kind of eerie brightness to it that is completely gone. Um, Do you remember where you got that medallion, Mister Munch? Uh, it was a uh, a gift from a uh, uh, successful uh, trading negotiation. Um, uh, oh. It came. Uh, it was discovered in the sea. Uh, mm. Did you have a good? Sorry. You have a good relationship with the person who gave it to you. Well, I, I thought I did. I would maybe second guess that relationship now because that thing had, well, it had that in it, and Tazio will point to the gross melting body on the table. Yes, and it was like making you eat a lot. Yeah, he looks like, uh, Matthias! And uh, the butler comes running in. Um, ah, he, like, sees the creature, and he's like, ah, oh, oh, yeah, sir, yes, uh, uh, sir, is it you, sir? Uh, Matthias, make a note. Uh, we need to Reevaluate our position uh, with uh, the Eastern Shadow Company, uh, and uh, what's been happening? And he's like, uh, "Sir, it's probably not good to say in in company." He's like, "How much is left, Matthias?" And he's like, "Ah." Uh, uh, you, you have um, you you uh, uh, went through a very a large 
uh, portion of your, uh, of ev ev everything, sir? He's like, hmm. Oh, we've, not, we've bounced back before. Um, right, uh, my my friends, and a, and oh, and uh, a a tender. Uh, nice, uh, thank you. Welcome to my home. Uh, uh, thank you uh, for your dealings with this. Uh, it's like continuing to like sizzle and evaporate, and it's starting to like come down to non-existence. Um, I would say have something to eat, but I don't think uh, I don't think anyone is hungry at this moment. I know I am not. I, yeah, we're, uh, I, I'm good. I'm, yeah. I'm good. I still got some bread left over from this morning. I don't think he I like, want to eat for at least a day. He, well, he wraps the medallion off and just like uh, the uh, lead lead box, I believe, and he hands it off to uh, Matthias, who like takes it kind of gingerly. He's like, uh, yes, sir, yes, sir. And he, he like runs off to take it somewhere. Um, uh, and he picks up the cook pot ash, and he's like, uh, I believe I was taking advantage of you, sir. Uh, this belongs to you. Oh, thank you. Well, I'm glad that it could help, uh, get you out from that curse, because that seemed pretty bad, and I put it back in my pack. Um, it appears that... Hmm, it appears I may have uh, consumed, for lack of better verbiage, uh, much of my value. Uh, however, um, I do have things to offer, is there anything I can do uh, for you in recompense of leaving me of this condition? Funny you should mention it. Uh, when we were picnicking with you the other day, you mentioned a, a fancy party coming up. Ah, indeed. The, uh, the, uh, hold my notes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's see if I it, can it would be it. the, 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 the Chamberlain's uh, the, the Chamberlain's uh the uh 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 the, the consort to the prince, uh Lady Deep Root is is having quite uh, quite a, an event. I don't feel like I will be uh feeling in order of going. However, if uh, you would like to be my representatives at such uh a grand event, it will be it should be something. Yeah, he looks to you, Marza. Oh, I, or is that that's for the DM? Okay. I message to Chandra and I'm like, why don't we ask him if he has a ship for payment? Uh, we we deeply appreciate it. We're hoping to do some networking here. Um, Very good. Yes. Any any chance you might have a ship we could borrow? Mm. Uh, I mainly work in trade negotiations. Um, however, uh, uh, I can I can reach out to certain contacts and see uh, who may still be around and who might owe me something. Uh, I unfortunately, uh, I I have had 
I've been in this uh, state you relieved me of for, I think, uh, more than two years at this point. Um, so, and not doing much negotiation, mostly eating. So, um, he is, and he's a dwarf, but like, he's real big. He's real big. Um, like, you know, dwarves, me, dwarves like, are usually stout. He is, he is very big. Uh, he's like, but I will, uh, I will reach out to my contacts and, uh, send some overtures and see, uh, what, what I can find out for you, uh, perhaps I can uh, uh, find passage or even uh, a small ship for you to uh, uh, crew if, if you so desire. Um, uh, perhaps I can find uh, an uh, opportunity in that uh, for myself as well. So that's his, um, that looks good. That's, that does sound like something I can inquire about. I cannot make a promise, however. Sure, yeah, inquire is great. Yes, that sounds really good. And like, if you need us to go, you know, run errands or something for you on the seas while we are out there. We can do that to help, um, like, repay. Because I know boats are, like, really expensive, right, Chandri? Didn't you say uh, that boats were really expensive? Depending on the boat, yeah. Uh, yes, from uh, uh, slips to galleons, I have connections, uh, to all, but if I'm not mistaken, there is also uh, a navy being built. That's kind of fuzzy. I will find out. Uh, and then as uh, uh, Matthias comes in and he actually has uh, the invite scroll that uh, he was like, oh, I overheard you, sir. Yeah, they, they were going to be our representatives at the Chamberlain's uh, event soiree. And he was like, Ah, uh, very good. Uh, yes, uh, uh, write down uh, uh, names of individuals or however you wish to go by. They can be, uh, uh, we will sign off on the scroll. He like unrolls it. It's a very fancy invite on this scroll that's like uh, uh, his full name. Uh, Lord Horace Munchholdane. Uh, like you are cordially invited to and blah 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 yeah, and list a deep root like it's all very fancy. Uh, he's like, oh, what should we um, put down on here? My name's Tazu. You can put down the salty five. Very good, salty five. Uh, would that be uh, spelled out or just the numeral? Uh, the number. I think it's the numeral, yes. Right? Very good. Right, um, everyone? Yeah. The sure. numeral? <laughs> sure. Ju um, Julius I is on, so. on the ground reconnecting, like, limbs. Yeah, you're, you're slow. And casting okay. healing. Very good. Um, all right. Uh, now, if you don't mind, my estate seems to be in quite a mess and I need to assess. Uh, I will uh, send a, a messenger if, uh, uh, with what I find out about uh, any seagoing vessels. And uh, here, have the uh, invite. Just take this with you. They should let you in. Uh, dress well. You are my representative. Um, is there uh, 
a nice tailor or or I guess Chandra, you might you probably know. Yes, there's some place we can go shopping. Yeah. I oh, mean. um, you can go into. Uh, I, I happen to uh, have a friend uh, that I will send a message to in the waves. Uh, uh, look for uh, Titus and uh, Elven gentleman. Uh, he will he'll take care of you. I'll send the message his way. Uh, that that can be. You're representing me at the party. You might as well uh, uh, take part of some of my benevolence. Clothes are not uh, too expensive. Neat. I get to dress Thank up. you. <laughs> and uh, more excited for this than Chandra is. I know. And uh, <laughs> yeah, as my representatives there, if you wanted to cause a little trouble for my amusement, I wouldn't mind. Huh. Noted. I mean, we're really good at that. I and have a reputation do. for being a little uh, of a gamesman of sorts. Now, um, I so, like games. As do I. And now, if you don't mind, I will uh, feel I need to lay down for a while. Ooh, sure. You know what you should do? Um, do you have access to like um, some like green leaf teas? I they should will... if I have not already. And if Tazu like holds a hand out at Julius, like calm down. <laughs> Julius is like getting up from the ground. Okay. <laughs> If you have access to like young green or white teas, they are very gentle on this stomach and they can help, at least according to the monks, like purge the toxins from you. I don't know, but the monks seem to swear by it. Uh, if I have not already drank what I had before, I'm sure uh, we can easily obtain some. Uh, now, uh, uh, enjoy the party and... Um, I will be here. Uh, you'll be hearing from me very soon. Uh, best Thank of luck. You. Thank, yeah. you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Munch. Thank you, Mr. Munch. Thank you. As Julius hasn't finished healing and one of the <laughs> legs are kind of just... Yeah, you're a little wobbly. Yeah. That's one of my legs. You are a little wobbly. Um, okay, so uh, as you're leaving... Uh, your uh, uh, companion, uh, she's just like, um, are you okay? Hi, uh, I'm fine, thanks. I was talking to Tender Dunfella. Oh, I, uh, I, I'm not sure where that being was from. And it was a curse, but it was also looking for a gateway, I, I believe had uh, Mr. Munch, uh, Lord uh, Holdane, not come across uh, people of such goodwill of yourselves uh, that he would have been eventually uh, consumed by such a creature and it would have been uh, given a more stable position on our plane. So, uh... So nowhere good. No, nothing good at all. Um, if you... Do, do you often find yourselves doing this, um, this type of uh, work, as it were? We don't... Yeah. 
try to, but it does seem to always land in our laps. Um, I, the Minister of Duty, Erella Iron Eyes, uh, she, um, she has requested amongst the various faiths, uh, somewhat of an investigation that usually, uh, uh, Paylor, they're, they're, they're very, um, excited, uh, to do such a thing, but, um, if you had interest, there has been a, a disturbing murder that the princely guard hasn't uh, has has reached out to the prince about, and that's come through the minister of duty as as her essence says she is in charge of the princely guard and. Uh, the oh, I misspoke as the DM and uh, the minister of the faithful, uh, Minister Virave, she has also become involved as it seems to be some sort of demonic attack. And, um, well, if you are interested, uh, either you can uh, uh, seek out the minister of duty directly or perhaps go to uh. Uh, the Temple of Palor or Bahamut's Reeve, uh, and and uh, inquire about such a thing. Uh, there, uh, uh, it might be some kind of cult. I am. Uh, it's not generally what the the garden involves itself in. However, since you seem to be capable, uh, if you are interested, I, uh, you may be of help uh, to the city and uh, to the people. Uh, Ted. I just wanted to clarify, you said the Minister of Duty has tasked the Minister of the Faithful? Uh, the Minister the minister of Duty oversees the Princely Guard. Okay. And what, other what like, military matters. Her name is Irella Iron Eyes. Mm -hmm. um, and because there is, you can kind of pick up what she's saying. She doesn't, this isn't her realm. Uh, the Minister of the Faithful Minister Virave has gotten involved because it seems to be some kind of demonic attack that may have cult connections. Um, and so therefore has reached out to the various faiths to uh, investigate or be involved in such a thing um, or be aware of it since that then, because that kind of orders like, when it deals with demons it kind of and devils and that kind of thing, it kind of becomes a religious matter on top of being a law matter. Yeah. Um, and so she knows about she knows about that kind of thing. And so she is it's not really what the garden does, but you can kind of pick up that you have proven yourself to her, so she wanted to let you guys know about it. Well, if everyone else doesn't mind, I would like to take a look into this. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, very good. Um, that would be uh, most helpful um, if you were, I mean, just out of the goodness of your heart, it seems like something you might do. Um, uh, otherwise, I would impress upon you that that might also be seen as a uh, uh, something you could do for the realm, which might also bring you other favors. Um, however, that doesn't seem to be something that is driving you, which I find very, I'm very impressed by. So, um, I'm going to return to the garden. Um, 
uh, and she like starts to like fold back on her robes to have her wings out all the way. Um, uh, Chandri, uh, be wary of the sea and your predicament with it. How much do we owe you for helping us? Oh yes, do we need to like make oh. a donation to the temple or something? Uh, what whatever you would like to give to the garden, well, uh, of course, uh, uh, accept. However, uh, you put yourself in quite danger, and, and I do believe our tree friend here uh, was worse off for wear. Um, I, I think you've probably given <laughs> more more than the need require. However, I, I again am very impressed. Thank you. Um, now, uh. Um, Melora guide your path and, uh, uh, come see me if you need anything. Uh, I'll be, I, I usually am found at the garden. Thank you, Donnie. Melora's blessings. Yeah. And she just starts to flap her wings and she takes off and she flies back as a bird individual can do. That's pretty convenient. Uh, yeah. You know, if I wasn't a sailor, I'd want to do that. <laughs> You should Why learn a spell. Dragonborn have you. wings. Because then you'd be a dragon dragon and you'd be much bigger. It's okay. <laughs> um, so what should we do? Should we should we go to the uh, minister of duty? Are we outside? Eventually, yeah. but maybe yeah. Julius isn't looking so hot. That's Julius true. Julius just to... falls down, just laying there. Do you, do you need like a short rest, Julius, before we do anything else today? I could use quite a few of them. We could go to that picnic spot and just hang out for a little bit. We can lounge. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Let's go relax. Yeah, yeah. There's a nice spot by the road where he had set up, you know, his his picnic before. I pulled um, a muscle or something, and it's still working its way out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's take a, a little rest. We Sounds will good. take a short rest, DM. Great. <laughs> and I'll Me use too. the bonfire charm on, like, a, a torch or something. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, think you, I got you can heat it up. What, is, what does that do again? Uh, if you roll a one on your um, hit dice, it becomes a two. Nice. Marza, did you get hit a single time in that fight? No, which I'm quite grateful for, (laughs) considering... um, I can't believe you rolled a nine. (laughs) Yeah, considering I had um, a poisonous gas in my lungs a few days ago, I'm quite Uh, all right with coming out of that unscathed. Uh, I didn't get hit either. I guess the tieflings are probably the best fighters. Am I right? Well, you also... We're staying away from the creature, which usually helps. Yeah, you know, keeping your distance kind of means you get hit less. I mean, if we're talking about who's the best fighter... It's Chandri. We already know this. I did the most damage. (laughs) Okay. Not that it's a competition, but it's me. And then I look at Sora, and I just sort of, like, rub her her head, and I say, you did did a great job, Sora. Sora was pretty clutch. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, no. Yeah, she like ripped off one of his arms. That was crazy. Early on, too, which is great because then he wasn't able to whack us with it so much. Yeah. 
Uh, Did, didn't we establish that Tazu is the best fighter of us? Isn't that what the Battle Royale wow. taught us? I mean, I wasn't going to say anything, but I say so. <laughs> I mean, no one can use a quarter staff quite like Tazu. That's true. That is true. Um, well, while we do the short rest, even though Julius doesn't want to stand, Julius stands to root. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we'll start humming in Treant while they try to heal more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the cleric, she seemed kind of tapped out from her situation that she put herself through, so... <laughs> While we're waiting, Ash will continue to read modern dragon chess openings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's some things you you didn't uh, have considered before. Like, mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, I see Ash reading his book, and I'm like, oh yeah. And then I pull out the notes that I got from Master Lorlanen's former apprentice. Um, mm -hmm. And I know he said to like rip out the pages, but I'm definitely not going to do that because I want to know all the tea. I want to know who this person was, what they were researching, and so I want to start reading through that person's notes and, like, see what I can learn. Um, yeah, it's a lot about the Coldwell. Uh, mm -hmm. There's magical stuff in there for your, like, magical advancement. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, yeah, it's got, he's got spells inscribed in there. I'd have to figure out what it was. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot about the cold well. There's this, uh, there after the earthquake, there's a lot more notes about like how the well changed. And, uh, oh, wait, no, 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 I'm taking someone else. Um, uh, right, Master Lorlan's apprentice that was in Ginnon. Sorry, I was saying yeah. way back. Um, you were thinking of uh, Cassius, weren't you? Cassius. Yeah, um, so Master Lorlan's apprentice. Uh, there's some poorly inscribed things early on. Uh, she really had a small opinion of Master Lorlan and she did not like him. He was, uh, thoroughly unlikable. Um, uh, and yeah, I'll have to figure out what spells, because that's her grimoire. So there will be a, there will be a few spells in there. I just have to figure out what those were for you. That's cool. Um, so you can learn new spells yeah. um yeah but yeah or as far Laura, as you can tell it's he was a dick or when chandri learns new spells like those could be the spells yeah yeah that would be an easy like hand yeah, yeah. way yeah. I, I mean i have a couple levels before i get any new spells so no rush yeah it could <laughs> be fun true. you're you're right though it could be fun for just to get them just you could take a wizard level did the um, i could i'm thinking about it but i could all right. So as your your rest is is finishing and Julius is starting to like his little song he's singing seems to be coming to a little bit of a close. You guys can uh, return to Oak. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. So we got a couple things on our to do list. So we could go try and inquire. Um, I think from what I remember, if we want to see the minister of the faithful, we have to like make an appointment or something. Um, otherwise we could go to the Temple of Palor or Bahamut. That's what, um, the, the tender suggested, or, uh, we could go check out Titus and put in our commission requests for our party attire. 
Martha? Did you say I had to sneeze or what else makes my beard? Oh, yeah, yeah. When, when you sneeze, the feathers will fly off. That was the only option? Yeah. Do I know this? No. I mean, I figure you're breathing in feathers. They got to tickle your nose eventually. Yeah, uh, roll, roll a, a percentile die. Tell me this. higher low. Constitution saving throw. Yeah. <laughs> Disadvantage. Do you uh, want higher high. low? Always okay. high. Yeah, always a high. Fuckers. Fudgers. Fudgers. Fudgicles. 24. Oh. Yeah, in this, during this rest, you never get enough of a tickle to sneeze. You guys. What color are the feathers? Oh, whatever Marza, whatever color Marza wants them to be. Uh, I casted. Was it a fire? Yeah, they're red because I casted a fire spell. You guys. You look like a giant, like you have a phoenix face, like a phoenix. <sighs> have you ever seen a phoenix before? They're like these big birds made of fire sort of and I then see. when they die they burn up and then instead of laying eggs a little bird comes out of the ashes and it's like beep, 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 beep. i've seen them in books does it look yeah cool? me too i've never seen one in real life but even i haven't seen one in real life like. <laughs> they're well, we, pretty rare well we have to figure out how to make this go away before the party that's true yeah. that's actually a good point so yeah. speaking does of the party hurt? No, it just feels a little uncomfortable. Like, what if you pull a, what if you pull a feather out? Does it hurt? Maza pulls a feather out. Does it hurt? Make Probably. a strength check. Yeah. <laughs> strength check. See how hard you pull. Uh, I love that I have negative on strength. Uh, seven. Same girl. <laughs> yeah, you, you tug a bit and there's some resistance and you're pulling out. Yeah, it hurts. That was uncomfortable. Yes. If you pluck beard hair, it also hurts. Yes, it I does. I could have just answered the question. Yeah. If you <laughs> pluck eyebrows, it also hurts. Yeah. Um, well, yes. So speaking of the party, it, it could be, it might be a smart idea to first sort of make sure our outfits are, are acceptable. Mm -hmm. Ash, then... you know about these sorts of things. How fancy is fancy? Yeah, how fancy is like, fancy? What's, what is uh, fancy? We're going to have a good time. Are you going to dress us, Ash? Is that weird? No, no, no. I I, I don't. I know myself. I'm a decent dresser, but I know I, I'm not as good as whoever we will. Chandra, is there a to. place we can shower? Yes. Martha, it's... like pulls her hair and there's like twigs in it and smells the, like uh, fish now. The, the blacksmith does have a bath. Uh -huh. It's not fancy or nice. Uh, there also there are bath houses. Yeah. Ooh, we could go to the could bath. treat <laughs> ourselves to a bath house. Yes. Spa day after you know nearly dying. So that would be nice. So we we don't want to go to the minister of duty first. We want to go somewhere when, when it when did you say the party was, Jared? Uh, two days from now. Two days now. I wow. would say maybe we should make sure that outfits are ready to go first, and then inquire about the the other Order. stuff. Yeah, love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we can do. Wait, we can do outfit, then inquiry, and then spa day. 
Are yeah. you are you writing out the schedule for us? Yeah, I'm writing it. I'm writing You've it got down. Got an itinerary. My, I'm writing it down in my little notebook I have. I, I imagine Ash just taking a pen to the arm. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, he definitely has a pocket planner. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Ash I have a pocket planner. <laughs> he has like the OG bullet bullet planner. Yeah, I have yeah. multiple pocket planners. I guess oh, yeah. Laura. <laughs> All right, so you start making your way back to the city. Um, same thing like before. There, there's some traffic, but it's it's not. Uh, uh, it starts to pick up. People start leaving more closer to the in the afternoon than people come in in the morning is very normal. Um, yeah, you make your way through. You get to the gate. They just you know they just eyeball everybody. They don't give you any trouble. Uh, make uh, perception checks for me. At twenty, nice. 17. Well, 14. 17. 17, 14, the big 20 over there for Ash. Uh, um, Ash, you know, there's people coming in and there's, you know, there's people that, there's always people asking for money and, and stuff, but you do, like, there's, uh, for just a second, like, there's this guy in just kind of travel clothes uh and you like meet his eye uh he's an elf and he he meets your eye and he kind of looks at you then he he he, re he like looks down to like look into like a notebook or something um and chandri as you've entered the gate like for just a second you look out kind of down the street and leaning against a building is a dripping corpse-like figure who's just making a come-to-me motion. And as you, like, shake your head, they're not there. Chandra, I just, like, break out into a cold sweat, but I don't say anything. Chandra, are you coming? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I, I look... I try to look towards back towards the elf. Um, he uh, he he uh, starts to approach you. So he's looking at you, and he's he's walking very like uh, make an insight check. Um, Thirteen. Yeah, for someone in like kind of plain clothes he's walking very like officially okay so, I sort of face him yeah yeah so he comes up to you and he's like um <clears throat> uh uh master ashkoff yes uh, he reaches his, i thought so and uh, he reaches into his pocket he pulls out an envelope he's like uh at your convenience Okay. Uh, are you going to be around, or do do I need to reply to uh, you? I or? believe the instructions are are there. Uh, oh, good day to okay. you, sir. And Thank he you. Uh, he turns and walks off. So yeah, this like kind of hoity elf in in regular clothes comes up and gives uh, Ash a, uh, a a letter, an envelope. Uh, Ash, you see, it is sealed with the uh, the crest of the uh, spring port. 
Julius is standing right there, like a tree in the middle of the road. Yeah, that's El completely ignored you. <laughs> Everyone else too. He only cared about Ash. Um, I think I'll open this. I think I'll open this later, guys. You know, when we're not out in the open. All right. Like he he knew he knew my real name. Yes. So. Yeah. Why do you think it's trapped or something? What's trapped? The the letter. Like I don't know. Are you worried about people reading over your shoulder? Yeah, why? Well, I, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to say. You know? Yeah, but I want to know what it says. Well, I'll tell, you, kind of I'll tell you later. Oh, my God. I'll, I'll tell, you, <laughs> tell you later. Um, and so I just tuck it away in my traveler's bag. Okay. It's exciting to get mail. Uh, uh, who is? See you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Ash gets the letter. Could Julius uh, look around and see if anyone is any like noticeably watching or trying to not be seen after that happened? Uh, make a perception check and then make an insight check. Purple's insight. Okay. This is going to be great, guys. Get ready for these 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 amazing numbers. Uh, insight is perception. Uh, no, first. Perception, perception, first. perception is uh, twenty three. Okay. The the insight even even better, guys. Ten. Um, I mean, there it's the gates. So there's a lot of people coming and going. Um, uh, there, there, there do seem to be like several different people that are kind of like eyeballing people coming in and out of the gate. But I mean, eh, maybe that's what people do. That might be what people do. Yeah. So shall we get dressed or order our dress? Yeah. Uh, let's okay. head over to this dude. What's a dress? You'll find out. <laughs> it's like an outfit. Yeah. Yeah. So you make your way uh, back into the city of Oak, the Stilt City, uh, and uh, Ash has a mysterious letter, and Chandri is experiencing some kind of spooky hauntiness. And that's where we'll pick up on the next episode of Fables of Refuge. Uh, give you guys, uh, I, I highly uh, impress upon the players to decide what your clothes are going to look like and be very descriptive on the next episode, because mm -hmm. uh, that, that might lead to some cool art um, and just fun for everyone involved. Uh, we, uh, Mr. Munch is, of course, a, uh, one of our uh, NPCs from the, uh, what is it called? The thing. Patreon. 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 Thank you. I was like, what's that thing called where people can help us? What uh, is that thing? They gave us so many nat twenties uh, today. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Uh, that was patron NPC Volpus. I don't, uh, he never he he determined what the curse was. He had said that he just eats and eats and eats, and it comes from this thing. Uh, having it be like a possession by a crazy monster. That's that's for me. Um, the crazy monster. Uh, if anyone picks up uh, the Sandy Peterson's Cthulhu Mythos, it was a elder thing 
uh, with some oh. I, I did some adjustments on it. Uh, the whole like sucking an arm in and getting hit points back. That's a, that's a Jarrett. Um, but yeah, it was resistant to all bludgeoning fire and slashing. And that included magical because it doesn't say non-magical on here. And since fire is magical, I was like, you know what? We're going to include that. So that might be in a red in the book, but it made sense to me that if it was resistant to fire, then it should be resistant to the other things it says it is. And then it was immune to cold damage. Oh, oh wow. wow. Uh, but piercing, however, is That's not weird. Bludgeoning and slashing, no problem. Slashing, piercing. It's resistant to slashing, but not piercing. Hey. It's so strange. It's weird. That yeah, I was about to like thing for you. I was yeah. I was going through my stuff, like what do I have that I could cause piercing damage with? I was like, I was about to like improvise weapon a dart and just start yeah. stabbing yeah. it. <laughs> Well, I mean, your earth damage hand did really nicely. Um, well, even though yeah, it was so. resistant, it still took half of all the fire damage I caused it. Mm. Yeah, which was still has, a lot. Yeah, it has a, a bunch of spells, but they're not really combat spells. It's got confusion, which I tried, and then I didn't really need uh, the spell magic because it just I had that poison condition, which it wouldn't work on. So I was like, okay, cool. It's got other things, but that's more to like make it do stuff to people outside of combat. So it's a, it's a cool monster. Um, yeah, up to six attacks with its multi-attack tentacles and then five limbs. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Uh, and yeah, the tentacles grapple and then just start crushing. Uh, so pretty cool. Um, it speaks Elder Thing, Migo, and Yithian. And I don't think any of y'all speak any of that. So uh, I don't know what any of those are. <laughs> yeah, I think they're all from this book. So cool book. Um, got a lot of cool stuff for uh, warlocks and things in here too, if anybody's like wanting to kind of give a Cthulhu thing. And of course, Cthulhu's in here and all that stuff is all in here too. And it's creepy, really creepy and disturbing, but they they take care of you too. They talk about uh, if like your players are uncomfortable with some of the content in this, or like make sure you talk to your players about how disturbing this thing can be and to, you know, take that into consideration and not use certain rules in case. So they, they really thought it out. It's a cool book. It's a very wow. cool book. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, thank you for joining us today. Uh, we'll pick it back up uh, for probably not next week because I think we're going to work it out because I have a crazy busy schedule. We're going to figure it out. Same. Uh, yeah, Life. But there will be something. We'll be here. Uh, there will be something. So, all right. Uh, thanks for watching. And as always, remember uh, to be kind to one another, but never forget to be kind to yourself. Bye. 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 Fables of Refuge is Allie Fitzgerald as Marza, Jared Sullivan as our Dungeon Master, Jess Ayers as Tazu, Carter H. Michael as Ash, Lore Daly as Chandri, and myself, David Carmichael, as Julius. The music for this campaign is made by Brian Metalias. Hey everyone, this is Allie Fitzgerald here. I play Marza, the tiefling sorcerer on Fables of Refuge, which is the podcast you're listening to right now. Ooh, can you do this whole ad as Marza? Okay. Hello everyone. I'm so sorry to interrupt your fantastical listening experience, but I guess that feels a bit meta because I'm on the show. Anyways, I wanted to tell you how we're now using Inca. It's honestly probably the best podcast app website out there. Let me just explain why I love it so much. So first of all, it's 
it's completely free. If you just want to start and have fun, this is the place to do it. Also, if you don't have any gear, which is perfectly fine, because when I first started out as an adventurer, I had absolutely nothing. And usually your dungeon master will just give you creation tools. So essentially, Inca is like your dungeon master, and it has given you all the creation tools that you need to record and edit your podcast right here from your phone or computer. But I don't know what those things are. Anyways, Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you. So Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere there's a podcast, they can make it happen for you. With Anchor, you can earn as much money as you want. You don't need a minimum listenership, which is excellent because I feel that when you're growing a business, you you have to start somewhere. It's basically everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started right now. And I think you should do that because who else doesn't love going on an adventure.